What's that, Saturn's the tree? Why, it's a Christmas special of the This Game Wear podcast with myself, Chris, and... Me, Ashley! Yay! Christmas! Christmas, second Christmas episode? Yeah, our second Christmas episode. We are... We're recording these back to back, but you will be getting them about, is it about a week apart with planning? We're aiming for this one to come out between Christmas and New Year. So, all going well, this should be like the 29th, I think. You should be sat waiting in that Christmas lull. Yeah, uh, Crimbo Limbo. Crimbo Limbo. Where's that from? I, uh, one of my friends came up with it. I can't uh, claim that, but it is a brilliant phrase because it's, yeah, it's perfect. It does, yeah, because you sort of, you are just waiting for things exactly. to yeah, all kick wrap off. Up, exactly. After doing New Year's now. Yeah, it's yeah. just that sat there just being all full of fattened goose, isn't it? And just yeah. sat waiting around and just feeling content and bloated goose. and great. Goose. Goose. No, figurative goose. Figuratively. I've, I've, okay. I've only had... I wouldn't put it past you. I haven't had goose ever. I've only tried it once in Poland. It was, it <laughs> so was, we're hoping... It was lovely. That goose aside, you know, Crimbo Limbo, get a podcast down here. Definitely. And get this is going to be our best episode so far, so... Uh, Let's go for it It's then. definitely our best game. So just to reiterate this game where podcast, each week one of us brings a game to the table for the other person to look at, a game that that person particularly liked or that some tastes didn't like, talk about the game, our memories of it, then we go off and play the game and then come back and discuss our takeaway from the game afterwards. This week with a specific Christmas bent. What's the Christmas bent? If you haven't ever listened to us before, you will you will notice that Chris is the one that reads the manual before he starts the thing. I'm the one that dumped straight in because if I if I was doing this, I wouldn't have even told you any of that. You just would have had to hang on by the seat of your pants and just go with it, just find out as it happened. So did you just ask me what the game was? No, just oh. just again, just to make sure we've got all our li- uh, listenership. Everyone's on board. up to speed. So as it's a Christmas episode, we were choosing yeah Christmas games, so games that we got for Christmas. So this is uh, a game uh, you uh, got for yeah. Christmas. This and is a game that I got for Christmas. Nineteen ninety nine. Thank you. Okay. Which console? Game Boy. Okay. So I'm getting a bit of an idea in my head at the moment then. Go on then. Are you? Possibly. What is it then? This game where? Right. It's this game where you play as a young boy who goes out into the world, his world, and aided by, well not aided, after being given a present by a a middle-aged man. The present being a little monster that fits into his... A dinky little minikin. Pocket. Yeah. And then you go and collect other monsters that also strangely fit in your pocket, even though one of them's like £800 in... in Girth. Weight, yeah. So... Any ideas? Well... <laughs> it was I, like, I don't know. That, 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 that wasn't clear enough, really. No. You might be surprised by this. So what... I know what it is from the description, obviously. You do know what it is. Yeah, but which one? So it's Pokemon, isn't it? It's Pokemon! Great. Yeah, so which one do you think it should be? So if it's 1999, I think it's Pokemon Yellow. No. Oh. Did that come out in 1999? It came out after... I think that came out in 2000, because... So I went into secondary school in 1999. Right. So September 1999. Made new friends. One friend in particular who uh, was a very good friend. He got Pokemon Blue. Christmas, I got Pokemon Red right. for Christmas, and we spent the next, I don't even know how long it felt, it felt like forever, uh, playing Pokemon, swapping Pokemon. He had a couple of other friends who also had versions of Pokemon, and we all just used to get together and Pokemon it up. It was amazing. Can I just say, this is a great choice. Yeah. Because I really like Pokemon games, yeah. but I don't play them enough. No. So I I had Pokemon Red. Yeah, brilliant. I do so too. I do too. I played it... 
probably around the same sort of time as you, 1999, yeah. 2000, and have not played it since. I then did not play any Pokemon games up until getting my 3DS in 2011 when I got Pokemon Black. Yeah. And then never played it. Mm. What an idiot. And at the time recording, December 2019, Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield have obviously recently come out for the Switch. You've got Shield, haven't you? I have. And I have firm plans to get Sword. Well, I damn well hope Specifically so because, because uh, we want to be trading with each other, yeah, don't we? I wanna get, I yeah, I want to complete my Pokedex. So, I mean, I was going to talk about that anyway, but um, before we do... Are you not surprised by that choice? Because I I thought I'd given it away a couple of days ago by accident. Yeah, I, I knew it was... So, but then I tried to misguide you. Oh, so you lied to me. <laughs> I did, I lied. Because you said... I, I said something like, oh, I've been doing... I've kind of been doing research for the last couple of weeks about this game. And what I meant was, I've been playing Pokemon Shield far too much. <laughs> yeah, which is which is completely what I got from that. Yeah, and then, I, and then I went, oh, God, I think I've probably just given it away. And you said yes. So I said... Um, uh, yes, but I'm quite surprised. Uh, no, I'm quite excited about it. And I tried to misdirect you by saying, oh, I'm, I'm surprised that you are excited because you've said that you didn't like this. So when you said that, you were putting words in my mouth? Yeah. And misguiding me? Yeah. Well, it worked. I was it completely trying, threw me. I was trying to push you towards Katamari Damacy because I talked to you about that oh. the other day and you said that you didn't like it. But that wasn't a Game Boy game, so... No, I know, I know, but you shouldn't have known it was a Game Boy game. All you did game. was just confuse me. Good, that's so, good. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm supposed to keep it a secret, but I'm very bad at keeping a secret. So, you gave me a present at the beginning of yours. I did. Um, After we did a, after we did the reveal. Mm. And I've got a present for you. Exciting. Too. I've actually got two, but uh, you're having this one first. Thank you. It's the smaller of the two. So this is my the first Christmas present I opened this year in very nice personalised wrapping paper, white paper that says Chris... Over it in many lots times. Of in well, three colours. No, more than that. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, can't get any more personal having having your name on it. No, several this times. one says Chris on it as well. All over. It does. Oh, oh yeah, I've, I've revealed the blue underneath. Be careful. I'm going to try and be careful because I want to to keep the front paper because you've put a lot a lot of time into this. Well, I didn't cut it very well, so it's a bit ripped and dishevelled around the edges. Is it Christmas decks? Yeah. Oh, they're lovely. Hannah, uh, your wife made them. So, yeah. Well, no. Yes and no. So, Hannah did the cross-stitch. Yes. And then I made the actual oh, decorations. they're very smart. So, i better explain this, haven't I? So, yeah. there are three Christmas decorations that are uh, cross-stitches of Psyduck, Squirtle, and Pikachu. Yep. Uh, the, the cross-stitches. I'm impressed that I remembered Psyduck as, as, as the name. And then on the back, you've got three different Pokeballs. So Pikachu is in the standard red and white Pokeball. Yeah. Squirtle is in a green and white one. I'm not sure. Yeah, that's one. called a park ball. Right. It's got a butterfly. I mean, I'm gonna, I'll take photos. We can put them on the yes, on ball. the page. But that's a park ball. It's got like a butterfly motif on it. Was that in? And I thought it'd be Christmassy. Was that in red? It was like a safari ball, but not. I don't remember which one it is. No, I don't remember that at all. The, the, what I did was uh, obviously I put. So the last one, what's the last one? In? So the last one looks like Team Rocket on the back. It's white with purple, it's but it's got an Team M. Rocket. That is a Master Ball. Right, okay. Yeah. So I don't know if you remember this, but I asked you, sort of in the guise of talking about Pokemon Shield, what your favourite Pokemon were. And you ah, nominated Psyduck as your favourite Pokemon. I did. You nominated uh, Pikachu. No, you nominated Squirtle. As your favourite starter Most, Pokemon. Yeah, okay. And I didn't think you could have Pokemon and not have a Pikachu. You can't not have Pikachu, no. So I put no, your favourite 
in a master ball. Oh, look at the amount of thought that's gone into this. And Pikachu in the regular ball, because that is like the iconic Definitely. imagery. And then the park ball I chose because it was quite Christmassy looking. That's lovely. That's balls. very personal. Um, uh, a lot of effort's gone into those, so, so thank you very much. I, I hope you do like them. I, I genuinely like them. <laughs> they're, they're great. I've been I've been making those all week. I, I can I can see. And Hannah did the cross stitches about well, four weeks ago. When we put the the photos on our social media, we'll yeah, be able to see. Yeah. But they they are very nice. Good. I'm glad they were going to be they were going to be coasters, but we bought oh, okay. some like they call them coaster blanks to make them into coasters. Right. And uh, it was all the stuff was too thick, so we couldn't get them into the coasters. Right. So oh, now the decorations. That's that's perfect. Thank you very much. You're I, welcome. I will put them with great care down there. I really like them. I almost didn't give them to you. <laughs> Maybe you should go on Etsy and start selling them and making your own. Well, this is, I, again, I will pop a link in the description, but there is a, dir- a, a dearth? No. Dearth. The opposite. Oh. There is a plethora of... Dearth means the same as plethora. Does it's it? lots. Yeah. Okay. I thought it meant the opposite. Um, Maybe it does. I've well, questioned myself now. There is a... Th- there's a lot. Let's say plethora. Yeah. There's loads of these cross-stitch patterns uh, for all the Pokemon. Like, probably every single Pokemon that ever exists, there's right. a pattern for it. And the ones that I've got there, that, you, that you've now got, um, were made by someone on DeviantArt by, called Mackie Bird, who has a website, I think it's called birdiestitching.com, and she's got so many different cross-stitch uh, patterns. Like, there are Pokemon ones, there's other Nintendo games, there's, oh, bro. Um, there's Sega stuff, and there's Disney stuff, all sorts. And I'll put a link in the description for anyone that would like to um, make their own. That also, they are great. in terms of the cross-stitching, um, thinking about uh, a father of a five-year-old girl who likes aqua beads, oh, I, yeah. I imagine we'll also use that cross-stitch you, pattern to make aqua beads with could, that. Yeah, so yeah. Um, she will get There's those Hema beads as well, isn't there, that you can, yeah. they follow the same idea, the, the, same the, the steaming stuff, isn't um, it? I think you put them in the oven. Or you use yeah. Them. yeah. So yeah, yeah. Great. Make away. Wow, what what a great present. What a great game. Oh, this is gonna be a this is gonna be a good old podcast. I can feel it in my bones. <laughs> you sound you sound like you're being sarky. No, I, I genuinely this, oh, this is gonna I be am. good. I was I was really into Pokemon. Um yeah. when Pokemon got big, what, ninety nine, two thousand, I was about thirteen, fourteen and was quite aware that it was a little bit beneath me. Yeah. If that sounds age right. Wise. Age wise. But embraced it regardless. I realised the T V series, what? the cartoon. Yeah. Yeah, so so did I. I mean, it all sprang from that. So like, it did. I I was perfect age for it, probably. Like moving into secondary school, so eleven years old, making new friends, and um, the I think the Pokemon series, television series, started maybe in the summer, maybe even in the autumn of that year. So we were all learning about Pokemon at the same time yeah. and making friends at the same time. Yeah. So it's like a perfect storm, really. Of of both things coming together. And um, I, I was actually listening to something about Pokemon the other day that said about how the Pokemon game is all about that. Going into the schoolyard and talking to the, the playground and talking to people about the things that you'd found. And, like, you didn't necessarily oh, have a, a guide, as you might do now. Like, you didn't have... a We could get strategy guides, but the, for the most part, you were going to school and you were going, guess what I did yesterday? Mm. I, I was on Route 11 and I found this Pokemon. And they go, what even is that? I've never seen that before. Where did you get that? And then you tell them and they go home and they find it. And that's how the information about different Pokemon disseminated through kids. It, it was saying about how it's not a game built for adults in the sense that adults can't go, don't have that same sort of yeah. fervent atmosphere 
that, that is built up in the in the school playground where they can go into work and just sort of obsess every day for weeks on end. Although they do now. Probably. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm sure there's people that, that do do that. I was, yeah. So you've gone into this with no notes, which we do yeah. because you reckon you've got it all logged up. Well, I think there's just too much to talk about. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I usually do more research than, than you, and I've done none. <laughs> well, because <laughs> so. you just saying about the game there, can you remember the name of the chap who invented Pokemon? Nope. I can't either. It's going to be one of those names where when we research it during the, the break, it's going to oh yeah, it's that. And I seem to remember that he came up with the idea because he was quite into nature himself and going out, a bit like you, sir, mm. going out and exploring in the real world and finding insects and so on. So he wanted to create a game yeah. that instilled yeah. that sense. That's it, right. it does come through, doesn't it, in the games? Yeah. They, they are yeah. about that. The, the whole thing is like, especially if you go into it blind and everyone was going into it blind. Um, in 1999. The games, we, we should clarify, the games came out way earlier in Japan, something like 1996 or seven. Oh, really? Yeah, right. like they were way before, and it was Pokemon Red and Green in Japan, whereas we got Pokemon Red and Blue. So style. did we not get Green? We didn't get Green, no. We got Leaf Green later on, uh, which leaf was a remake. Green, was it Fire, Fire, Red, Fire, Red, Fire Red, yeah. Red and Leaf Green, they were remakes of the originals. Because Sword and Shield we talked about earlier, is that, what generation is that? Seven eight, or eight? It's eight. Right, some quite a few games there. Yeah, so there are currently over 800 Pokemon. There was a bit of controversy Ooh. around the new games, but we'll, we'll come to that later. Yeah, so everyone was going into it blind in 1999, and it was all about sort of getting together. It was literally built into the game, the fact that you traded in order to get yes. all of the Pokemon to completely Pokedex. The social aspect of it. Yeah, you had to find somebody else with the game to trade Pokemon. And actually, at, the, at that time, you had to be in the same room to do that. Mm. It was perfect for someone moving into a into a secondary school and, and sort of making new friends. Um, I actually remember it was also the first time I went to Meadow Hall. Oh, uh, yes. Because... So Meadow Hall being a very large shopping centre. Yeah, in the the word. About an hour or so away from where we're currently recording. Yeah. It's a big indoor shopping arcade type place. Yeah, yeah. It was the... a very good food court. It does have a good food court. At the time, though, it was the Disney shop that I wanted to go oh, to. Oh, yes. Um, it, it, and it was just before Christmas. And that for some reason, I don't know if you know why this is, but they were selling Pokemon. I was just going to query that, why Pokemon were into the Disney yeah, they, shop. Yeah, they were selling Pokemon Red and Blue. They also had the... Um, Are you sure about that? Is it not just... Absolutely certain, yeah, because my mum bought it there. Some sort of we, Nintendo Disney backhander there. Again, uh, questionable parenting. We took a day off school to go to, sh- oh, uh, to right. Christmas shopping at Meadowall. One of those kids. Yeah. We went Christmas shopping in Meadowall. And the Disney shop was brilliant. Like, we didn't have anything like that here. It still don't, actually. No, it's, like, it's very much unique, isn't it, of its, of its York, kind. York has got one. And there's one in Cambridge. Yeah, and I imagine everywhere, like, Big has got one. But the whole of Lincolnshire. No, uh, not at all. None. The one in Meadowhall has got a huge screen on the wall, hasn't it? Has yeah. it still got it? I don't know. I haven't been for a long, you know, long time. Just showing Disney films on a loop. And it's, the screen's enormous yeah. inside a shop. I remember that blowing my mind when I went yeah. to when I was a, a nipper. Well, the thing that blew my mind was that they had Nintendo stuff in there. That, like, yeah, that is I didn't odd. understand why it was in there. Because they had, at the same time, they had the, uh, the Game Boy printer. And the Game Boy oh, yeah, yeah, and the, the camera. Game printer. So yeah. there was Pokemon on one uh, stand end, and then on the next one was the printer and the camera. The camera was a really weird uh, design; like it looked like an eyeball. Yeah, it looked really cool. It was it was sort of like a silver dish, wasn't it? Is that right? That went. I I always thought that it looked like an eyeball. It, it was a cartridge that went yeah, in the back, it was. but then it had a round... Yeah, I remember the, and, the round bit was maybe what I'm thinking of. Yeah, 
I always thought of it as an eyeball looking at you. And then the printer was terrible. Yes, it was. Yeah. I, I I knew one person had the printer, and I remember him being really excited by it and then showing me how it worked. But he, t- he took a photo and then printed it out. Yeah. Of, and it, it being just taking an agonisingly long time. It took, took a long to, time to, to print came something out. out. Very low yes. Uh, pixel count. Yeah. Uh, I not, only really, not big, but at the time, very exciting. I only really remember the camera being used in Link's Awakening DX. Uh, didn't I have, didn't have DX. Didn't they have some sort of camera? Printer link to it. In, link. In I'm some not way. sure. There was there was the Game Boy printer, the Game Boy camera, and then there was Pokemon. And I'd been me and my friend had been sort of lusting after Pokemon. And we I can't remember whether we'd agreed before or after that I would get one and he would get the other. Yeah. So that we could then trade and fight and stuff. Sensible. Yeah. Uh, and I went for Pokemon Red, which I've got in my box. I brought a box down. I did wonder why you brought that yeah. box down. So okay. I brought my box down. Uh, I only brought the box down because I didn't want you to see what I had. Right. So I have got, that is my original Pokemon Red. Wow, in a super Game Boy cartridge. Yeah. Now, I haven't seen one of those for a long no, time. that was the last time I played uh, that particular cartridge. And a good thing to, to, to play on the Super Game Boy as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but I've also got all of my other Pokemon bits in here as well. So like, there's a Pokemon, well we'll come to these. So that's my original Pokemon Red. Right. If you have a look at the cover, the the of the actual yeah. Game Boy card. It's very worn. It's faded at the top, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Is um, that from where your thumb's been? Gripping no, it's not, unfortunately. No. So, I, so this is the sad story. Okay. Oh, okay. Hangs uh, the ready. I uh, completed my Pokedex. And then, you know, we talked in the last episode about um, sort of trying to fit in and be cool and liked and stuff. Did you delete in a fit of pique? No. And... One of the things that I did to be a friend to somebody, this was later, was lend him my Pokemon game. Oh. And um, rookie error. Yeah, well, I knew what would happen. Like my Pokedex would disappear and all that. But it was worth sacrificing for the friendship. For the friendship, and was it? Is what I was hoping. Not in the long run. (laughs) And I've apologised many times for this. (laughs) I was I was really quite mad about this. Uh, I didn't let on about it ever. So this is the first time I've ever told anybody. So again, therapy. Another yeah, exactly. Therapy session. This I lent it to him. This, this person, and he had it for, I can't remember how long, and then when he gave me it back, it was faded. I presume that he left it in, if you look, there's quite a straight line. I presume he left it on like a windowsill mm, or something, so yeah. the sun faded it, because it was in pristine condition when I gave him it. He had, obviously, as I knew he would, he deleted my save and started his own, but he'd called all his Pokemon, and this made me really unhappy. He'd called all his Pokemon, like really crude stuff, <laughs> like dickhead and stuff like that. Oh, Honestly, no. I, yeah, I can't tell you how upsetting what, that. What was. other crude names? I can't remember Bum, what they were, but they Bum were face. pretty crude because they weren't very nice. No, no, they were worse. I, I was being tame. Right. Okay. Um, well, they, were they were they really bad? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they were bad. This yeah, was like what fourteen? No, we were younger than that. Really? Yeah. Tons, yeah. Tons. Unfortunately, yeah. So yeah, I mean, there's a whole long story. So is that save with those names on still on this? No, no, because the first thing that I did was delete it. That's and then I enough. did not play it after that. Because I was, I was cursed. I was, I was the, bothered. By the ring. <laughs> I, because it really bothered me. And I'll tell you why it really bothered me. Because that game, I I treasured that game and I'd caught all the Pokemon and like I'd actually made, I felt like quite connected to it. You yeah. Know, like, like you don't tend to have that sort of thing when you're an adult. There's nothing really that I... There's no inanimate object that I've bonded with. But Pokemon was quite a strange thing because 
you were catching these Pokemon and then, then you were sort of creating a team. And well, you, you nurture them. them and you grow them and love yeah, them. Exactly. Like, completely. Yeah. It's the, the Chocobos in Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. I felt the same yeah, yeah, yeah. Have I said that right? Chocobo. That. I don't know if it's Chocobo. No, I, I, I would say, say Chocobo. Right, okay. Yeah, I've never said anything. You know, the, the, the point at which you bred a golden one was a real, like, wow, yeah, I've done yeah, it. Yeah, you have to and work hard I, for I, that. I can completely see that with Pokemon. And it wasn't just that. I think that I had all emotions attached to the fact that I'd made really fast friends with people that I really cared about. And then it felt like that person... Poo-pooed yeah, all Yeah, he that. wasn't. So, it, and it, I can't emphasize enough how upset it was. I was by that. that. Like, it was horrible. And then I never played it for... I, I just left it to the side for 10 years or so. And it was just upsetting. I should never have given him it. But I was trying to make friends. So what's the moral of the story? Don't ever try and make friends. Just don't make friends. Yeah. Friends are shit. Yeah. Oh, I keep, I've done a few swears yeah, today, yeah. haven't I? It's because yeah. the passion of, of yeah. Pokemon Red so, has you up. So yeah. <laughs> so before we started recording, Hannah was looking through games to possibly lend to a young cousin. Yes. And I said to her, she said, oh, I might lend him this one. And what did I say? No, don't lend to me. He lives too far away. <laughs> I said, and then yeah. I, and then I laughed, and you two didn't laugh, and I felt really uncomfortable. I, laughed. <laughs> I did say that, but this is where this stems from. This, the fact that I lent somebody that game and they didn't treasure it. Yeah, I that that again made me really antsy and has had repercussions. Nobody borrows my things. <laughs> now I don't, I don't lend my things out to people very often or very freely. No, I'm very the same. That, that I don't really lend stuff out because I like to keep things in as pristine yeah. condition as possible. I remember once buying a CD from from Woolworths and uh, got back home and the CD case was quite scratched and, and I went back and said, can I have a different case, please? And that they just looked really confused. Yeah, sure. <laughs> just, you know, I really want to make sure it's the, the best yeah. it can be. Yeah, I, I think if someone lend, lends me a thing, I try and look after it better than I look after other people's stuff. Yeah, because I, that, I just don't understand why other people don't do that. You've had that trust put in you, haven't you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I remember at a secondary school, someone once lent me the the South Park movie on VHS, which is a brilliant film. Yeah, and when I gave it back to him, he accused me of having left it by a radiator because the inside had, had melted a bit. And I, no, no, I haven't. And, and he, he just wouldn't believe me. And I, I didn't. I categorically did not that because is very strange. because of like you said, I I would keep yeah good, look after things. good condition of things. Yeah. So strange so that's pokemon red so i didn't play pokemon gold and silver which were the ones that came out after this so can you go through all the generations do you think you can name them all oh no probably not maybe i've got some in here so so it's gold and silver yeah i'm gonna, I'm gonna... so that's crystal so is it crystal and emerald so i've got emerald crystal here. and uh, emerald is a gba game. and then was there pearl and diamond and pearl and was it sapphire sapphire and ruby yeah and then, black, and then black and white. Yeah, and then X and Y, yeah. which I've got, but I don't know where. And then Sun and Moon. And uh, then I remembered. Shield, Sword and Shield. So I have got... So this is Crystal. Can I just go on record saying yeah. this, this is definitely by far the nerdiest <laughs> episode of our podcast is today? It? I thought I think so. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, I've got Pokemon Crystal here, right? So I don't know how to feel about this game because I possibly stole it off somebody. Oh, oh, here we go. How the the tables have turned. Yeah, someone who's had a pop at someone else. However, how however, did that happen then? Right. So uh, these same people that I uh, this was years later, obviously, because it's Pokemon Crystal. I the, the same people that I was friends with through Pokemon and through going to the new school and that. We were playing in one of their streets, which is actually just around the corner from here. And no, it's not. Do you know what I've just done? I've just, I have. Yeah. I've lapsed into, this is my mum's 
living room. <laughs> it really is <laughs> not. And I'm 12 years old. Uh, so this was, this was, we were playing in the street, we were playing football or something, and someone kicked the ball at a conifer tree in somebody's garden. <laughs> right. Right. And something fell out. Was it the Pokemon And the thing that fell out was Pokemon Crystal. Get out of town. Yeah. No. Yeah. Why was there a Pokemon card in a tree? You tell me. That's bonk. No, 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 somebody no. didn't care. No, I'm not having that. True. That did not happen. That really happened. That really happened. And I don't know why I ended up with it, like, out of all of us, but I've ended up with it. That happened. No. So you tell me what you would have done. Taken it. Someone left it in a tree. They clearly don't care. Did someone... Was this kind of tree outside someone's house? It was in their garden. So someone maybe that says they can throw it out or something. And it Why would the they tree? do that? I've no idea. It would have had to like really get. You'd have to be lucky for it to like. It was magic. In the tree. It was God. Well, I assumed that it fell from from yeah, exactly. Sky. Manor from heaven. Yeah, exactly. Poker, so Pokemon Crystal. Poker Manor. Yeah, all right. Whatever. Uh, and then I bought that one. That's Pokemon. So the rest don't. They don't really have good stories. Emerald <laughs> version. That's which. Yeah, which, Emerald. Which console is that for? Uh, Game Boy Advance. That's an ugly cartridge. But it fits in the DS. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then I've got Pokemon Black. Uh, Pokemon Silver is now on there. Right. Uh, like that's the 3DS. Gap. Pokemon Trade... This is a 3DS, yeah, sorry. Uh, Pokemon Trading Card Game is on there as well because I think a friend had Pokemon Trading Card Game and we played through that beginning to end. It's very good if you haven't played Pokemon Never Trading played Card it. Game. Uh, and then we've got the Switch games. I didn't place on the moon. Uh, of course, so you've just pulled out uh, Pokemon Shield and then from last year, so 2018 at the time of recording, Pokemon Let's Go Eevee, which I have got Pokemon Let's yeah. Go Did you bring Pikachu it? at home. No, didn't bring it. You were supposed to bring and it. And I was. But Why were you supposed to bring it? For trading purposes, I'm guessing. To So that I could put a save oh, on my a secret and I could get a secret Pokemon Pikachu. So again, it's a Pokemon game I've got at home and haven't got around to, to playing yet, but I will do it at some point. Just in terms of you just the Pokemon trading card game, we've mentioned the the cartoon already. There was obviously the actual physical card game. There was, yeah. There was, it was just, when it came out, there was just an onslaught of, of stuff. The there. Pokemon franchise is the biggest selling multimedia franchise in history. I can well believe there that. There is no other franchise, no Disney, no Star Wars, no nothing that has sold more than Pokemon uh, as a franchise so but you you've got films you've got games you've got books you've got mm. um you uh plushies like all the little toys yeah you've got little and then figures clothing clothing all the uh, that goes with that everything and anything you can get pokemon ribbon right like, for uh, i don't know hair and stuff like, I'll gifts like for christmas like, you know, perfect time of of the year yeah yeah, so Anything and everything that you can think of, you can get Pokemon on. So I was thinking of specifically, did you ever see the South Park episode that was a parody of Pokemon? Yeah. It was yeah. brilliant. I thought it was brilliant anyway. Yeah. South Park's one of those programs where I don't follow it at all, but when I dip into it, I really, really enjoy it. I think po- uh, I think South Park, I, I tend to keep up with them. Right. Again, po- uh, South Park was one of those things that was coming up when I was going to secondary school. Yeah, it was actually, yeah. yeah. Uh, the friend I mentioned previously with the Game Boy printer, uh, you know, so on the one hand, we're playing with Game Boy printer and playing Pokemon, and then we're also watching South Park. It's the, the quite, yeah. quite different yeah, they are really things, different. aren't they? I, I had to have an operation on my toes, which was quite a painful operation. Right. And after that happened, I had to sort of keep off my feet for a few days at the very least. My nana and my mum went out and bought me, I was 11, <laughs> went out and bought me two VHSs of South Park. <laughs> 
the time of seeing had eighteen written on the front of them. I don't. Yeah, probably. I can't remember what the what the certificate was, but they weren't. One of them was the first episode, which was Cartman gets an anal probe. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> and that was my nana and my mum. I think. I think I. It had been such a traumatic event for them because they'd had to listen to me scream uh, that they just felt so bad. And I think I must have said. Can I have some South Park, please? I didn't even know what South Park was until I got those VHS. At least you didn't say, can I have an anal probe? Well, I didn't really want one of those, so I wanted the South Park. Yeah. But South Park, for me, has been up and down. Like, the film is... I still think the film's pretty good. The film's brilliant. Um, Every time I watch the film, I, I, I'm i just amazed by how good it is. Yeah. The and the songs in it, the songs are great. Yeah, they're, they're pretty good. I think the series has its ups and downs. Like like most series, especially ones that have been going on as long as that one. That's 20-odd years, isn't it? Now? Yeah, I think it is. So you, you're going to have ups and downs, aren't you? But, like you say, very disparate inputs into, into De- our childhood. Like, yeah. I was playing Pokemon on the one hand, and wholesome fun, and then asking for South Park videos. <laughs> and being given them, which was odd. Yeah, don't know why that happened. I guess it was the time we were that this was around, wasn't it? That we were both very. You said eleven, I was thirteen, yeah, and fourteen. So it's that it? yeah. sort of going from childhood to to adulthood, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Again, this is very therapeutic, isn't it? So, that, that <laughs> so was, what? That was very Freudian. What was your starter? You had Pokemon Med. I did. I'm ninety nine percent sure I went for oh, what was it? The the, the Dragon One Charizard. Charizard. Yeah. You see, I've got all of those names embedded in my head. I had. I was just trying to dredge it up. Yeah. I think I went for it because I was I was associating red with fire. It, yeah. I think yeah. that was why I went for that. I went for Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur. How do you choose your Pokemon? How do you choose your starters? Just the one that I think just looks the best. Not in terms of the, the, the look of the character, just the one that I think, oh, that might be the most useful, maybe. I, uh, I'm always, in terms of RPGs and some sorts of games, I'm always... Going more for the offense rather than the defense, and to yeah. me, Charizard would be more of an offensive Pokemon. I tend to do that as well. Uh, certainly on Pokemon, anyway. Uh, Pokemon with moves that are attack rather yeah. than tactical. So yeah. it was just all out offense. Exactly. That's... But in terms of choosing Pokemon, I tend to go for the one that I feel the most affinity with. I don't know. But no, I think Bulbasaur. Keep... So you tell me what <laughs> what that says about me. Ugly little <laughs> thing, wasn't it? But if you had, if you had Nano Probe, you would have had a Bulbasaur. Thank you. I'm gonna to have to do a lot of. So if so, do you mean affinity with it in terms of like the look of it, or yeah, like a, um. So Bulbasaur was a little little well, squat grumpy thing. Yeah, that's that's genuinely <laughs> I think what appealed to me. Like right. it was this cute little grumpy looking thing, and in the cartoon, I don't know if you remember, he had this growly, growly. Yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna. Bulbat- yeah. <laughs> I was. I wasn't. You were holding it. In. it. Yeah. I don't care anymore. I you know I've done enough. I did it, Vinnie Jones, in previous episodes, and I or tried. Um, they all in the in the cartoon. All those cries, didn't they? It was just their name. Yeah, Do you remember Diglets? No, they just they they just called themselves out in a in a strange way. Oh, the, yeah, it's, yeah, it's sort of like that. Yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna do it. Well, I did it. It's and fine. then the my my brother got. If the, you want to keep naming him, I'll I'll give you my best version of what I think. All they right, probably did. the ones I can remember. Mister Mime. No, I don't remember that one. He went Mister Mime. Yeah, exactly. There you go. You got <laughs> Is that it. it? Yeah. Genuinely, that's how he, that's how he went. In terms of the cards, my brother got the which was the the really rare one. So Charizard, Charizard Shadow went into Charmander went into the Charmander, Charmeleon, Charizard. So Charizard was the yeah the, big the final dragony right. So I didn't go for there Charizard was... then. So I must have gone for Charmander, mustn't I? At the start, you of the went game. for Charmander. Yeah, you went for... so my little brother got the Charizard, the big fiery dragon. He got the trading card of that because uh, which was a very were, rare one. Which I was, was looking very at rare. There, uh, an article about 
though that a couple of days ago it was on Reddit. Right. You gonna say how much it's worth? Yes, right. Twenty thousand. Are you joking? Nope. Right. So we got it. And you know, in, in a pack of cards, and he found it. And I remember well, I, I mentioned the previous episodes about go, getting into eBay. Yeah, this episode. I it remember. was previous episode. My dad sold it on eBay, and I think it was around 150, 200 pounds. We sold it for, which you know, he was my brother's four years younger than me. So yeah, he'd have been about ten. I mean, that's good, but how much is it worth now? I think I think I'm sure they were saying if it's the same one that I was looking at, it, they were talking like twenty thousand pounds. Yeah. Oh no. Well, you do what you do in the moment, don't you? You've got to live with it. It's fine. Wow. Okay. It's no, no skin off your nose. He one hundred and fifty pounds to a ten-year-old. Oh yeah, he for was. a card. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It, it's something to do with a shadow, like Shadow Charizard or Shadowless. Charizard oh, it was just a standard Charizard. It wasn't. It was. I remember no, it was shiny. yeah, was it? It's a Charizard, but I don't. I don't really know because right. I didn't follow the trading card game. But the reason that it's special is because something to do with his shadow. Right, I see. And. It, again, if anybody's listening out there and they know exactly what that is, come and let us know. Get some clarification. Yeah, please do let us know because uh, we don't know. Not really. But a lot of money. A lot of money swimming around in that old trading card game. I'm, I'm not going to tell him because, like you say, it's, it's <laughs> happened. We, we, he what if he's one of the past. people listening? <laughs> yeah, he's not. He's, he's not, not into he's games. Not, no. no, that's fine. I've never really got into any kind of trading card game, but... There are people playing Magic. You know, Magic. Yeah, The Gathering. Yeah, and yeah. I'm sure on Kotaku a couple of days ago, or or maybe last week, there was an an article about someone playing with a, a deck that was worth a hundred grand. Like how? How? <laughs> Their cards. Utter lunacy. Yeah, it's it is madness. Did I tell you? I recently, well, recently, last year, I decided to sell one of my games. Right. Did I tell you about that? Not to recall. It was Conker's Bad Fur Day. All right. So, Conker's Bad Fur Day, I had on the N64, it was made and released towards the end of the console's lifespan. Yes. So, not that many copies got sold. Game was famously smutty. Quite oh, sound, yeah. Quite yeah, really, yeah really. it was. Really, really yeah. was that sort of... And it was made by Rare, yes. uh, who were making Donkey Kong Country and things like that prior to that. Very and then just decided and then to... Threw that in. Which is, it started off as a... It started off as like a family-friendly... And then they just decided to to make it really crude. Is yeah, that right? Conquer, Conquer was in Diddy Kong Racer. Yes, I remember that. As which a, came out before Conquer's Bad Fur Day. Yeah, he yeah. was a charming, cheery squirrel. Yeah. And they were making that version of Conker's, and then they scrapped it all, and they went to Conker's Bad Fur Day, which was... What's the reason for that, then? Um, I can't remember. Really, I really don't remember. I There's a there's a good documentary on YouTube about, oh, about okay. it. And actually, there's a game called Rare Replay for the Xbox One. And has that got it in or not? Yeah, it's got Conker's right. Bad Fur Day in. I remember that when that came out, there was a bit of a furore about certain games not being in it. I didn't know if that was one of those ones. There's uh, probably people moaning about Goldeneye not being in it. Ah, uh, that might be it, yes. But Conker's Bad Fur Day is in it. I think it's the reloaded version that, that came out of the Xbox right. 360. Okay. They, alongside each of those games, there is a little short like documentary making of type thing. And I think they detail some of the goings on in that, if if anybody wants to, mm. to seek that out. But anyway, I sold that. Um, I got it originally for Christmas and sold, sold it last year for about £140. <sighs> yeah. But the reason wow. being, it was just sat upstairs in its box. Yeah, exactly. It was in good condition, and I wasn't going to be playing it anytime soon. So I thought someone else might might as well yeah, definitely. enjoy that. I've got a, a few others that I've thought the same about. Like, I don't really have any interest in going back to them. So maybe maybe I'll send them off to somebody that wants them. But I don't know. It's just mad the, the amounts that people, people put into these things. For such odd things. Yeah. yeah, I used to choose my Pokemon 
based on like an affinity. Like, oh, well, I still do, actually. I did the same with Shield. I was going to say, there must be some reason. You got three at the start. You got to choose which one. Yeah, exactly. I wasn't choosing tactically. I was choosing like, oh, I think I'm most like that one. Yeah. Or they're most like me. The way people choose their dogs. You went for Squirtle then. What does that say about people? Well, I thought you went for Squirtle. You Why? See? Because you said he was your favourite starter. Is there anything else we need to say about Pokemon at all, do you think? Uh, about the game before we sample its delights? Uh, no. Okay. No, I don't think so. Do you want to jump in? Well, before I jump in, we need to tuck into our main course. Oh, yeah. I've, I've, put all these, I've laid out this amazing feast and, and not even directed towards it. So, yeah, main course now. We've had our starter, which is Prawn Cocktail Crisps. Second uh, course, main course. Okay, so I'm going for another crisp now. What are they? I'm getting turkey. Oh, yeah. Mm. Ah. Um, only that's probably because of it being Christmas dinner. Is it, was it, is it roast turkey? Yeah, it's turkey and stuffing. Well, there you go. Are they nice? Gen- yeah, that's oh, pretty Because right, usually with turkey, with Christmas crisps, like roast turkey flavour, yeah. to me, it always just tastes like chicken. Whereas that, gen- taste that genuinely does taste like turkey as opposed to chicken. Excellent, so. good. And now we've got to play the game. We've got to. Do you think you're going to like it? I am 100% sure I'm going to like this game. Okay, so... Ever since you mentioned it at the start, I've been extremely excited to get my hands I'm really on looking forward to listening to the music, like the introductory, the introductory music. That bit. Well, rather listen to you do it. Shall we, shall we play it? Please, please can we play it? Yes. Thank you. Let's play. back to Kanto Regia, Pokemon Red. Yes. Do you feel like you are the very best now? Getting like no there. one ever was? Uh, not quite. Not quite, no. Did you not like it? In in the top 200, maybe. You're in the top 200? Yeah. Or the game's in the top 200? Oh, I am. The, the game's um, brilliant. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Did you get like nostalgia feels as you were playing? Most definitely. The yeah. Playing that first bit, I knew exactly what to do, didn't I? Yes. So yeah. you, you go into Professor Oak's house, and then you have to go get the parcel, then you go mm. back, and then it was a bit when I tried to leave the village, and I said, oh, you do this because then he comes and gets you, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, it was It was great. Yeah, you didn't have any problems like getting stuck in, did you? It was It was really those uh, muscle memory, yeah, like yeah. playing the game, and it, it was such a nostalgia hit. Yeah, even from the moment like that the... Uh... The game free logo comes up. Yes, that's when it gets me. Definitely, like the the attachment is probably completely irrational attachment, but the attachment I actually have to this game. I was going to say erotic, then not irrational. Is the attachment erotic? Well, you you can have whatever attachment you like. <laughs> it's stronger with this game for me than probably any other game. Why is that then? Do you think? I don't think it's my favourite game. Not even from that period, but you just have that I, strong attachment to it. Yeah, right. because I don't know if I was saying this off or on mic, but the fact that you build your team yeah and your team is always like throughout that whole adventure your team is always there and it's always developing and you're developing it i think that's why they feel more real than that makes me sound like a madman (laughs) i'm aware that that sounds makes me sound like a madman but like my bulbasaur was my bulbasaur it wasn't someone else's it wasn't just a bulbasaur it was my bulbasaur because you developed the links with it yeah You, you and i talked about how you have to use the pokemon within pokemon reds to then do stuff within the main world, yeah, don't with you? the HMs, which I think like is very clever. And 
strength and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. They've actually done away with that in the new game in right. Shield and in Sword and Shield. Just made that a bit more open. Yeah, they I can understand why they've done it because in the sense that it's sort of like arbitrary gating off of certain things. It is, um, but then the the way to unlock those gates is to is to use those use Pokemon, Pokemon, which yeah. I think is clever. Yeah. yeah, the other problem I think that people had with it was that it locked one of your Pokemon's moves to being that eight that HM move. So right, okay. if you taught a Pokemon cut, that Pokemon had to be in your team to use it and then it yeah. had to have that move. Okay, I, I could see that. But I, I do I do think what you say is sort of bringing your Pokemon up to be able to progress, that was part of the part of the appeal uh, of the game. And you also, the appeal for you was the fact that the lead, lead character was called Ash, that you enjoyed that. Yeah, I did say that. I said that off mic, didn't I? Yeah. yeah. I was called, it was probably the first and only time that being called Ashley or Ash has been a good thing. Yeah, I don't mind my name, but it's never had it's never had a benefit. <laughs> Can't think of any famous Ashley's off the top of my head. No, Ashley Banjo. Oh yeah, off the diversity. Yeah, I can't think of any others. But I don't have an affinity with Ashley Banjo, unfortunately. Wasn't Ashley Walters? Wasn't he in? Uh, an, is an actor like from So Solid Crew or something? I, I think it's no someone idea. else. I have no idea. No. I don't know who that is. Okay, sorry, <laughs> sorry. It's absolutely um, fine. One of the things that I said to you about in when when you were playing was all the like the little different things that people would do or the things that people believed about the game. And we I said about in the first episode in the first half, I said about how you would the game was built so that you'd go to school and you would disseminate your information to other people and they'd tell you stuff that you definitely didn't know. um but what Which that also, interestingly was had it you you had to play the game in that way and discuss in that way because it came out pre Internet. Pre-internet, yeah, well, exactly. not pre-internet, but pre-internet being no, as accessible as it is. Yeah. So nowadays, if you and I are playing out that straight away, you go onto a forum or Reddit or yeah. whatever and discuss. You, you with could people. if you wanted to. Then it was those you you had the people, you, the pockets of people you had to share it with. Yeah, and exactly. Share information from them. However, as you're leading up to, that did lead to some urban myths. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. And so you you mentioned a few of these to me, and that was. It, it was to hear them back I completely heard these urban myths as well even yeah. though you and I did not go to school even in the same town or even the same region no. these but were worldwide they are. misbeliefs uh, the fact that these perpetuated is, yeah. is bizarre Mew, Mew under the truck yes. uh, was the big one like, yeah. everyone was convinced that Mew was in the game somewhere and that if you the, the way that I understood it was that you had to catch Mewtwo which you could do and then you had to use Mewtwo to move a truck out of out of the way, and then there was a sewer that you could go down, and Mew, Mew was hiding in that underneath that manhole. And was all of that just complete rubbish? Yeah, yeah. Right. Mew's not even in the game. Is Mewtwo I, in the game? Mewtwo's in the game. Yeah. Is Mewtwo's that one that you get through using like a game? game no, no, no. Sharp, game freak. No, Mewtwo's act. You can you can get Mew using the game freak. Right. Well, the, not the game freak. The game shark. Game, game freak. It made the game. Right. <laughs> yeah, of course. The game didn't. sharks allow you to get Mew, but he's not like a proper. Right, um, Pokemon in the game. So it, what happened to Mew then? Was he in there and then got taken out? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if they... I think they must have intended because the data's there and mm. his, his picture's in the game. Like yes. The actual data is there. Um, so I assume that they were intended to have him in there somewhere for some in, in some way, but took him out. I, I don't know why. He's come back in subsequent games. He's He's been in... Or they've been... I don't know. Male, female. It's they've been... Yeah. They've been in... Subsequent games, they were the, um, the Mew and Mew Two were the main plots of the very first, the first film, film, weren't yeah. they? Pokemon mm. the movie, yeah, 
Yeah, I remember going to see that at the oh, cinema. Oh, okay. I never went to see the films. No. I'm just aware of them. Yeah. I think, you're, I think you're deeper into it than, than I am. I think I probably am, especially having watched it because you were, yeah, sort of things were coming back to you as you were going. Whereas... I was clutching it. Oh, what's, what's, what's this one called? What's this one? Yeah. Uh, Ratata. Oh, the, all, this is Weedle. And all of those you names. Knew them straight away. Yeah, around. all of those names are like in my brain. They're just, there are, there's probably a whole compartment in my brain that is just devoted to the names of Pokemon. What a great use of brain. Well, yeah, that's what happens when you're a kid, isn't it? Demonstrably so. so cause, and it's, uh, it's stuck with me as well. Like yeah. even, because you said about, oh, that one. So you learn moves as you level up. But to me, like, that is just, yeah. 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 <laughs> what, of course you do. It's Pokemon. So, But you've you've kept more in with the series, whereas that was the yeah, first time I've played any in. of the games for 20 odd years. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So whereas I've sort of dipped in and out. And I, I again, I tried to say this in the first half, but I don't know if I said it very well. I would have the best of intentions to play the games that I had between Red and, and Shield. But then I'd get into it and I'd be enjoying the Pokemon catching and all the battling and things. But the stories often would undercut all of that. And they, they got quite convoluted and, and ridiculous. I felt it's like too much melodrama. I couldn't invest in stories. And that then meant that I sacked off the game, which so was a shame. Which one was it in particular where you we were talking about? Well, I was talking about Pokemon Black where... The baddie team, I, I looked this up, they're called Team Plasma, but I was saying about how they were actually, they started off, their intention was to free the, all of the Pokemon, to liberate all the Pokemon from their masters, from their Pokemon. Peter. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's it. That's what it was. Um, which probably... I think is, that's a really good idea. Be- an... Because it turns the idea, the series on its head. Yeah. That actually, are these Pokemon, are they being willing captives? Well, exactly. It was is, asking is, questions is that like that. Is that willing to ever get a captive that's not... You know what I mean? The problem was that it felt like the Pokemon weren't speaking for themselves. Right. Like, okay. the, the you, as a character, would make comments like, yeah, but they, they like it, don't they? We're friends. And it kind of felt like... The, the organ grinder speaking for the monkey. But it, it was always a bit awkward. And that, that one had a whole different issue. But like there's all stuff now with uh, that I'm not aware of and that I tried to ignore when I was playing those games about like multiple universes and wormholes oh, really? and oh, yeah, all sorts of stuff that I'm not really up on. It's just too much melodrama to invest in. Whereas I Pokemon Red started off with, oh, hi, you're this character, which we called, I called Ash in my playthrough. And then, oh, here's this guy, Gary. He's, he's my gra- he's, he's my grandson. He's been your rival since you, since you were yeah. kids. It's like, You've been competing oh, forever. Oh, oh okay. That, that's, it's very healthy. <laughs> there's the exposition right there. That's that's the plot in yeah. a nutshell. And then, and then the rest of the story is go get the badges, become the Pokemon champion, be the very best. Like to no beat one Gary. Was. Yeah, and beat Gary at the end. And, you know, Team Rocket turn up and they're a bit of a pain in the backside at, at points. But you just deal with it as you go. And that's not the main thrust. The main thrust is getting... It's classic badges. Rags to riches, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. That is, it is a Rags to riches story and it's quite simple. The enjoyment in that game, in Pokemon Med, is not, or at least it wasn't for me, wasn't in, like, a, a grand narrative. Yeah, uh, no, in... no one's playing Pokemon against the story, let's be well, honest. I don't know, because the... Surely not. I don't know. I really don't know, because the, the stories have become so overblown anyway. Like, sure, presumably they at least thought that people were wanted more story. So an example of that, so you and I speaking again off, off mic about how oftentimes series, games, films, books, whatever, starts off with the original idea that's very, very simple. And then mm. if it's successful, it 
sequels then grow very very bloated so an example that just sprung to mind yes yeah can do an example that just sprung to mind was Kingdom Hearts yeah so I loved Kingdom Hearts absolutely adored it towards the end I didn't really understand what was going on no and then I haven't played I started playing 2 got bored I haven't played 3 I haven't got the means Mm. to play 3 but I'm now aware because I sort of keep in touch with what's happening vaguely, but it's just so complicated. Yeah, there were like two-hour videos to names. explain yes. before who, before Kingdom Hearts three. Who came wants out. that? Who needs that? No, exactly. I just and, want to play a game where I've got Disney and Final Fantasy together. Boom, done. Yeah, and what I really liked about Kingdom Hearts was going into different worlds. It, it's a similar sort of thing to Pokemon. Like find a new Pokemon. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it was the same with Kingdom Hearts. Where am I going next? Yeah, exactly. That was the intrigue. That was the thing that was pushing me forward. And it was, I, I do remember distinctly playing Kingdom Hearts 2 and just realising at one point that I was literally just fighting hordes of Heartless in order to see what was the next world. To watch and those scenes. And... Yeah, yeah, I'm not really enjoying the actual game. I'm just, I just want to see what else is there. I think that was probably the same thing with me because mm. I loved Kingdom Hearts 1. I released it several times. Yeah. And Kingdom Hearts 2, the first world is Mulan, I think. Uh, yeah, possibly. And I, I didn't, even, didn't even complete that. Is it really? Yeah. Uh, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. It's it's a shame. The other thing that I heard about Kingdom Hearts 3 was that like they take worlds. The perfect example that I heard was Toy Story, where you are you start off in Andy's bedroom. Yeah. And that would have been the perfect place to explore and things. But it takes you outside, doesn't it? Yeah, and it takes yeah. you down the street and you're just in some non, nondescript street. Mm. And it's like, why did you do that? You've missed the point of your yeah, own game. precisely. Um, and that is what I think Pokemon has been doing to some extent. It's been for... taking you down the street. Yeah, it's been taking yeah. you down the street. Taking you, thinking you were trying to get invested in the story when all you really wanted to do was catch 150 Pokemon. Definitely. That is why Pokemon Shield has been such a an enjoyable game to play. Because I have... I, there's been... I don't know if you've seen all the furore around Pokemon Shield. With you. Which aspects of it? The issue with the Pokedex. Right, what about it? National decks. So, national decks is all of the Pokemon that exist in the entire Pokemon world. So right. So, there's like over 800. And people are up in arms because it hasn't got all 800 Pokemon ever yeah. exist. Right, I see. I think there's legitimate reasons for them to be up in arms. Like, their favourite Pokemon's Pokemon. But was gone. Pokemon Shield ever billed as being, oh, all 800 Pokemon are going to be in this game? No. No, exactly. But that was the issue. Like, there's never been... This is the first one where they've cut back. Right, so okay. So, they've always had all of the Pokemon that have ever existed can be in any of the games up to the point where they've been made. So Sun okay. and Moon, all the Pokemon from previous games could be in that game, even if you had to trade them over or right. import them. Okay, now I understand a little bit more. Yeah, so people were mad. There's probably some kind of competitive element. Maybe they cut Pokemon that um, people like to use in competition. Mm-hmm. So that seems like a legitimate reason. Yeah. But equally, I think there's been quite a big outcry. And they, the outcry was happening months before the game even came out. Like People were moaning about it way ahead of time. Then there was a big old issue with the assets in the game. So they were showing off the game like at E3 or something. And people were moaning about the thing that they got fixated on. And even at the time, I was like, what is what is wrong with this picture? Was a tree. And they were calling it an N64 tree. Right. And it, I mean, the trees, they don't look particularly like gobsmacking. But who is playing a Pokemon it, exactly game what for I was the about trees? <laughs> like... I've I've been playing this game for I don't know 30 40 hours now. Not once have I other than the berry trees, not once have I thought, "Oh god, that tree. It's making me feel sick." You know? There there are some like assets, some textures um that that don't look good. But who cares? 
Really? Who cares? It's a bit like, I suppose, Google Stadia. People make up their own minds, don't they? People yeah. decide, I'm going to dislike that. And, they're, and they look, do it both looking ahead of for, time. Exactly. Looking yeah. for things to dislike about it. Yeah. In terms of Pokemon, just like you said, I, you know, if a tree texture isn't great, well, so what? I'm playing Pokemon to catch Pokemon. I'm not yeah. playing it for and, amazing realism. And that is exactly what this game does well. Like, I have really enjoyed... So I was a very good market for this game, probably, and I think you would be too. Anybody that had... For Pokemon Shield, anybody that has only dipped their toes in between say, Red and Now, Mm -hmm. or that has never played a Pokemon game, this is a perfect place to jump back in or jump on board. Because for me, there are 400 400 Pokemon in the game. I've caught 209 of them and seen just over 300. And even so, 400 Pokemon, that's a lot of Pokemon. It's it's more than twice as many as the first game. And the first game I played for over 100 hours. Yeah. For the most part, these Pokemon are fairly new to me. Most of the Pokemon for me are new. Mm -hmm. And that... uh, element of discovery is really satisfying but that, even having the ones that you know to see them fully rented in 3d yeah, and looking yeah. I said a as couple nice of times, as they do precisely that i've said i've said a couple of times this game it really does matter that it is on my television mm-hmm. it really it really does matter and i think that they've tried to emphasize how much that matters with the the gimmick that they've gone for because they tend to have a, a gimmick and the gimmick in this is Dynamax and Gigantamax. So basically making the Pokemon you really big. Massive. Yeah. And and it that... did make the battles really epic. Yeah, it does. Yeah. So maybe for, for clarity, we should just explain because we've gone a little bit into Pokemon Shield now. So we played through Pokemon Red for probably about 45 minutes or so. Just yeah. yeah. First hour well, or so. I once think. you get out, out of the town, you're catching Pokemon. Yeah. That's pretty much the game, isn't yeah. it? So I caught a few Pokemon and got a flavour of the game. So they went into Pokemon Shield just as a... This is what it's like nowadays, yeah. just a, a comparison. And there is a definite lineage between the two games. There is, yeah. And the, I don't think that Pokemon games have lost that. Like, it's not like it. they jumped... They went... That 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 thread jumps from Red to Shield. I think that goes through the games. But there are certain things that they've done with Shield that definitely cry back to... Hark mm. back to Red. And the fact that they've streamlined the games and, and removed a lot of that story stuff that if it was good I would appreciate but for the most part it was melodramatic Mm. melodrama that I just couldn't get stuck into Um, they've taken all that out and it's about getting your badges and catching Pokemon there's a there's a legendary arc running alongside that it runs pretty much parallel to the to the catching the Pokemon and getting the badges, which is fine. I liked catching the legend, uh, the legendary Pokemon, but for the most part, it's about catching the Pokemon. Yeah, and that's what Red was about, and that's why this is this game is good, and that's why it's the first Pokemon game I finished since Red. So, in case you weren't sure, Ashley really likes this game. Yeah, I also like Red. I really like Red. I don't know, you, you like you say it's it's a difficult game to. It's a difficult game to appreciate in a short period of time. But I really enjoyed that that playthrough. That short period of time. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. What was it? The just satisfaction of catching the Pokemon. I got the sense of it being, and I don't know if this really is true for Pokemon. Well, it is true for Pokemon games, in my opinion. The scale of it. I, yeah. I got the sense playing a little bit just then that this is the start of a quite an epic quest, and I'm just starting off on that. I'm getting finding my feet, kind of catching my basic Pokemon, but I, I could sense that it was going to lead up to something, something bigger. Yeah. I was, we haven't recorded any episodes quite a while now, and in the interim between recording this and the last batch of episodes, I've played through quite a few games on the Switch, including the Link's mm. Awakening remake. Oh, yeah. Which 
I was a little bit underwhelmed with. Oh. I remember I really enjoyed Link's Awakening mm. on the Game Boy, and I don't know what it was about it, but I just was a bit, mm. Whereas Link's Awakening on the Game Boy, I remember having that sense of this is something fantastic yeah. and epic, and I definitely got a Pokemon Red. I definitely felt that playing through a bit of Pokemon Shield yeah. earlier. They're both, they are both games. that They're like TARDISes. To be totally geeky about it, right. aren't they? They're, well, they're is, bigger on the inside our, than they are on the outside. This like, is our nerd episode, so let's well, go clearly. with that. Um, the, the Game Boy is such a little compact device. Yeah. You kind of... And, and for the most part, it's games kept within the bounds of the Game Boy. When you put a Pokemon game into the Game Boy, it explodes out of the Game Boy. Mm. It's it's such a big such a big adventure. And it was such amazing, the contrast, having recalled our previous Christmas episode, the Stargate ep- yeah. on Game yeah. Gear, also handheld... Contrast that with yeah. Pokemon Red. The, the, the quality f- of everything in, yes. in Pokemon. The, the way it looked, the, the actual images of the Pokemon were, were lovely. Stargate sound, having two songs on it. Yeah. Pokemon had loads of different in sounds. In the space of an hour, there were there were some really varied pieces of music. Even there? the fact that Pokemon have their own little cries, which don't sound particularly nice because no. they're little, you See know, that? wav. Is it wav? Um, midi? Midi. Yeah, yeah midi. little midi. Uh, you know, but the... They're there. They are there, and there's 151 of them. They're yeah. all different. The problem, potentially, sort of going forward, is that those cries, for the most part, are still the same 20 years later. So right. when it's a new game, a matchup sounds like a matchup sounded then, which I can kind of understand. Yeah, I can see the logic in that. But it sort of jars with... It can jar with, like, the updated graphics. Mm-hmm. So I, I do get... Again, that's another one that I kind of get. But yeah, the, the music, uh, there was... In terms of what stood out for the, for me in the music, it was just as you were coming to to an end in a forested area. And the music sort of it's, sounded haunting. It's quite menacing. Yeah. yeah. It, and it was... It had gone from, like, the, quite the nice tunes, like the friendly-sounding yeah. tunes of, of um, the town areas and then into this forest, and it sounded quite menacing and hmm. it, it, you just realised how much effort was actually put into Definitely. making to, into polishing that game it's easy to appreciate the design of the the monsters as well the Pokemon yeah definitely they're, they, they're a huge variety yeah and that was something else that I wasn't sure I was getting satisfaction from with the games over the, over the years like some of the designs just felt a bit over overwrought we've now got in Shields having dipped into that we've now got Pokemon based on ice creams I like that one I'm that one's, that one's great Vanillux yeah, and then but there's the, the starts Pokemon, off as vanillish Pokemon based on a, a, a pot of tea. Yeah, Poltergeist. Which again, fantastic. Yeah, that he starts off as a teacup, and that, I can't remember what his name is when he's a teacup, but he has a, like a little slip of tea coming out, and it's his tongue. So you and I are both sat here thinking that sounds great. Other people are listening to think that sounds awful. Well, plenty of people did, unfortunately. But you know. I, again, just to slip, we are going to talk a, l- a little bit, or more than a little bit about Shield, or we have already. The depiction of of Galar, which is the region. That is like, it's based on the UK. Yes. It's where we're from. And I really like that. I really like the way that they've depicted us. There's a place even that's local to us called Hull, which is one of the towns there is Hullbury in the game. And that's based on mm. Hull, this area. So The fact that, I saw it several times while playing it, the fact that they've done a game based on the UK mm. and embraced the British culture, even down to the fact that some of the, the, the language the characters use. Yeah. The mm. fact that things are called pants. I think that's yeah. brilliant. The fact yeah. that that's going to go to international audience. It'd be great to see more games do that. Yeah. And I mentioned it while you and I played that um, off camera, off camera, off mic, but Untitled Goose Game did yes. a similar thing. Yeah, yeah. House, house. That that sense of Britishness really came through. For me, strengthened my enjoyment of the game because it was seeing those familiar touchstones. There's one point in Untitled Goose Game where you make the goose go into a TV shop, which I don't remember seeing yes. on, on a, 
uh, British high street since I was about five, no. five years old. Radio yeah. rentals. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and you There's go Bright House now, isn't it? It's the same yeah, sort of thing as radio it, rentals. Exactly. Yeah. So you go in and you press a button and then it's all the TVs in the window then show you as the goose in the shop and your movements are... Re- re- yeah. It's fantastic. But just, you, just for that I, nostalgia. I've played blast. that bit. You have, to, you have to get the... You have to chase a boy into yeah. the telephone box yeah. so that he then rings who I presume is his parent yeah. who runs the TV shop. Yeah. She then comes out to try and chase you, the goose, away. At which point you double back around her and yeah. you run in and you lock her out and you put yourself on the TV. Yeah, brilliant. It's great. <laughs> it really yeah. is. It is very good. So we are probably coming to the, to the end or close to it, aren't we? But I've still got a present for you. Oh, I'm not giving it yet. Okay. So before I unwrap that and we wrap up this episode, is there anything else about Pokemon Red you wanted to discuss? There wasn't, not, not specifically about Pokemon Red. My, I got my Game Boy for Christmas, which is obviously why I've chosen uh, Pokemon Red for this episode, because it's a Christmas special. My Game Boy was bought off, I think, my friend, my brother's friend. It was a second-hand Game Boy. Uh, it, so it wasn't wrapped up or anything. Sorry, it wasn't boxed up or anything. It wasn't sealed, uh, which, at 11 years old, was a bit of a godsend. It was the first It was the first Christmas that I won. It, was, it probably wasn't the first Christmas that I looked for my presents, but it was the first Christmas I found them. So why should you look for your presents? What do you mean, why did I look for my presents? We all do, didn't who we? Who doesn't look for their presents? Someone who doesn't believe in Santa. When I found it, I was gobsmacked because I didn't think I'd ever find them. Where I were was they? Just in the top of my mum's wardrobe. Yeah, that's where yeah. my mum hid. So what I had as well. That was like October time, end of October. So I had the whole of November and December where I knew where my present was. On top of that, I had access to it because it wasn't in a box. I used to take the batteries out of the remote downstairs when I got home from school and nip up and have a quick go but all the time that I was playing the games I was having to like look out of the window to make sure nobody like my parents weren't coming back to the house if they did come back would you have time to whack the Game Boy back in there I would have done my best I never got caught and then you had to run downstairs put the battery in the remote before they no I would have done that nonchalantly as as they were sort of entering the house, I would have. Would they not query why you walk around with batteries out? The well, TV they wouldn't have known, would they? Because I would have done it in secret, right? Furtively. Yeah, I did that something along those lines every year since then that I lived at home. I even a few years later, I I nabbed twenty eight days later, and I was getting twenty eight days later for Christmas, and I found that right. She moved. My mum moved with the presents around the house she must every have year. Like she, yeah, I think she probably did. I found and you still found them. It was in cellophane. Right. I, I unzipped it with a knife at the top, the cellophane, and I snuck snuck the DVD out, and uh, we watched it. Me and me and my now wife, and then popped it back in the cellophane. Did it all with a nice little discreet p- piece of cellotape. So you went in with a knife, actual motive, it. like you were, you were going to do it. Yeah, of course I did. Yeah, I played every game except Pokemon on my Game Boy that Christmas before I was supposed to even know that I had one. So I'm coming at you with this, making out like you're a bad guy. I did the same thing. Well, there you go. I think everybody did. It's Christmas 2002, I got... 2003, maybe? Ratchet and Clank 2 for the PS2. Uh, brilliant game. Yeah. Did you ever play it? Yeah, we've got it on the PlayStation 3. Yeah. And I found where my mum had hidden Sash Christmas presents, found that, and I didn't complete it because it's a big old game. Mm. But I had played for about 10 to 15 hours of it before Christmas Day. I think that's worse than what I did. Why? Because I didn't save mine. What, you just restarted the game each time? Well, the games that I had, they weren't games that you could save. Oh, like, they were Lemmings on the Game Boy, uh, a game called Pool, which was just like top-down Pool. So you're having a little blast on them just to yeah, test them out. Every, every minute I could get, I was having a nab on, on the uh, Game Boy. 
Whereas, great. whereas mine was just, uh, I'm actually going to further my save. Stolen joy is far better than just joy. I think so as well. Yeah, I do as well. Illicit joy. Yeah, yeah, illicit joy. Yeah. So, Speaking of I don't, illicit joy. It was joy. picking up the Christmas present that reminded me that I wanted to say that, that tell you that little tip bit. Therapy. Yeah. Um, Has this been stolen from the top of the wardrobe? Hasn't been stolen from the top oh, of the wardrobe. But when I bought you it, I bought myself one as well. Oh. Yeah, because I liked it. So um, it'll also help, given that you couldn't remember any... Of the names of the Pokemon. Oh, so it's into Pokemon then? Well, yeah, everything everything I got you is to do with Pokemon. Of course, it was linked to the game, wasn't yeah. it? It's, it's quite quite girthy. Yeah. Quite heavy. Oh, I'm ripping the nice paper. Oh, wow. It's a Pokemon Super Deluxe Essential Handbook. Yeah, super The need to know deluxe. stats and facts on over 800 characters from Scarce. 800? <sighs> Yeah, super deluxe. It's a Scholastic book. It's, Do you remember getting them from well, the gonna, school book fair? I was just going to say Scholastic, yeah, school book fair. So yeah. this book aimed at people at, at least 20 years younger than yeah. me. So <laughs> that, that's great. Very shiny gold front cover. Yeah, well, like, like I that, told you, I got one for myself. That is lovely. You got one of these as well? <laughs> Shall I go get mine? That is amazing. I'll go get mine. We can read them together. <clears throat> Which maybe at the end of the episode. Right? No, I'll go get mine now. I'll go get mine now. Hang on. One second. I hid it over here so that you uh, didn't see it. Look. Snap. We're book buddies. Pokemon Snap. Book friends. <laughs> so this has got... It's got the... Pokemon Snap. Did we talk about Pokemon Snap? We did talk, talk about Pokemon Snap. What? No. On, Sorry. On, ca- on mic? I can't even get my words out on that. Pokemon time, Snap was good. Played Pokemon Snap. Just sum it up in a nutshell for people that might not know. What? Pokemon Snap, what is it? Oh, Pokemon Snap is a game, you're on rails, it's like Safari Pokemon, and the aim of the game isn't to catch them, you just take pictures of them, and then your pictures get rated. It was on the N64, but you could get it on the Wii, and I think the Wii U. Really? Yeah, I've got it on the Wii. Oh, I did not know that. What, was that a a re-release of it? Yeah, a re-release, yeah. They didn't didn't remaster it, it was just a re-release of the N64 game. They missed an absolute trick with uh, the Wii U, though, they should have made a new one. Definitely, yeah. The, that would have it, completely it just, lent itself to it. That's the time. only game they should have made for it, really. Like, the only game they should have absolutely made. The only game out of the, what, two or three Nintendo made for the Wii U, and that was one. No, they, they made they quite, a good, quite a good set. No, they did. I'm, for, I'm for the Wii being U. overly harsh. Yeah, I don't appreciate it. Not cool. This you is like a, it? This is a lovely present. Thank you. I, they, will, uh, I will spend many a happy hour flicking through this. And There's some nice pictures. Yeah, there really are. And it tells you, look, it tells you what they evolve into. And it tells you what Pokemon moves they can move, that, uh, they can land. That is great. <coughs> so the only problem is it hasn't got the brand new, brand new Pokemon. Scarstic, if you're listening, um, we approve of this book. Uh, there yeah. you go, little, little plug there. Super deluxe. It's super deluxe, and it's shiny. Well, as we learned in back in episode one, if something is super, it must be good. Yeah. But is it better than Mega? Would it be better if it was Mega Deluxe? They didn't have a Mega Deluxe one. Well, maybe that'll be the next one that's got the updated one. In. Perhaps. Yeah. Perhaps. Right. Before we go, yep. before we go, it's been a week since people have listened to an episode. We should have done this right at the beginning. But if you are one of the regular listeners, or if you're a new listener that, that has enjoyed themselves or whatever, or even just wants to tell us that we're wrong about something or other. Or if you're a nude listener. No. Well, yes, you too. Anybody. Anybody that's here and listening now. We have a Facebook page. It's facebook.com forward slash this game where... We would love people to come and join us on there. We want to talk to the people that are listening to us. We try and sort of 
get people get people chatting on there, and the more of you there are, then the merrier uh, those moments will be. Definitely. We've also got Twitter and stuff, but the the Facebooks where, where things are, are doing doing all right. Definitely. So yeah, please, 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 please come and join us. We'd love that to happen. Yeah, Ashley spends a lot of time maintaining these things. I'm. Um, bit more of a, I don't know what the word is. I, I think, you, I I think you're sort of saying, yeah. You're, you're the grunt. But that's not, a, yeah, I'm the grunt. Yeah. I'm the, I'm the worker bee. Exactly. Um. So yeah. Oh, the last thing is, you should play Pokemon Red if you can get it. And you should be able to, if you can get a 3DS or a DS, I think, they're available on the eShop. So yeah, grab a copy of, of Pokemon Red. Or Pokemon Gold and Silver, because Pokemon Gold and Silver had, I've never played those ones, so they're probably the only generation I didn't play. They had, after you'd finished the game, you could then go back to Kanto, which was the region from Pokemon Red and Blue, and, and do all the badges there. So there was a, a game within a game. Like a, we just yeah, like two games Which is amazing. That is pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah. So play them. Play so them. I'm being distracted. I'm looking through this book. There's, yeah, I there's should some, have given you it after. There's some crazy Pokemon. There are. Clefkey, a Pokemon based on a, a ring of keys. <laughs> That's ridiculous yeah not all of the pokemon are good let's be honest i think that's good in its own little way do you yeah look at it page 219 yeah i'm on it there we go no 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 okay anyway pokemon red yes pokemon shield yes pokemon gold silver probably yes pokemon yes it gets to this game where seal of approval we do those we do now especially the pokemon good stuff right happy Happy Christmas christmas and Happy Merry, New Year. Merry New Year. We did that the wrong, didn't we? We did, yeah. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. That was unplanned. <laughs> Spontaneous. Bye. See you in the New Year. This Game Wear is a Specky Two Guys production. Music for the episode is provided under Creative Commons license by Stevia Sphere from the album Cell Division, which can be found at steviasphere.bandcamp.com. 